Hello, welcome to an all new Marvel cast. Explosion Eric's hub of all things Marvel. Place to talk about everything MCU and beyond, from Avengers and Defenders to Becky Barnes and Zarda Shelton. My name is Ashley Hubley, the Explosion Network's resident watcher. Joining me today, Ultimate Kieran Marchant. What what was the inflection there in the the start it's of a that? Question was that mark. To, it's a question mark. right. Okay, that's you know what. Fair enough. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another whatever this is watch along podcast. Yep. Thing. Cool. That's it. Also joining us, distortion and your blight. I'm glad you called it that because I remember the last time I did that in the podcast. Did I like thing? Everyone like called me out, and it was a whole thing for like five minutes. <laughs> I was like, why do you get to do it? What, what are you? I'm Ron Burgundy. Yeah. I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm going for. This I'm the watcher. Yeah. <laughs> you, you're not. You're no Jeffrey Wright. So no, actually, I can't, you can't be the watcher. I'm the Explosion resident watcher, though. I can. I like. I, Damn. I watch more stuff than him. <laughs> so, <laughs> gotcha there. All right. So today we're talking about the latest, the first episode. What if Captain Carter were the first Avenger? Directed by Brian Andrews, written by AC Bradley. What would have happened if Peggy Carter and not Steve Rogers took this super soldier serum at the start of World War II? Uh, Kieran, what did you think of the episode? I didn't... I don't know. I didn't love it. I didn't love it. I was a bit... I was a bit lukewarm on it. I think um, Captain Carter is probably the... Maybe the out of the stories that we know are coming out of this was maybe one of the least excited I was for it. Um, but I just think that there felt something like the pacing was a little bit off or some of the changes they made to the storyline and timeline of the first Avenger to make certain changes appear in this in this What If universe just didn't exactly click with me. I really liked the animation style. Um some of the voice acting was was good, but at the same time, I was like, it was a little hit and miss in sections. Um, but I think it's a solid start. I hope to look forward to see how it goes through, especially with you know, it's been rumored that Captain Carter is kind of like the the, the kind of through point for a lot of these she stories. Stated that she's a recurring character. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dylan. Um. Yeah, it was fine. I guess it was. It, like the, I think I've got like several breakdown points of it, which is that it's very simple. What if scenario, which I guess works for the first episode, like it's very much like, oh, she decides to stay in the room, blah 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 blah, and now it's just solely a thing of like switching places. Like it's not mega change in everything. It's it's just you know Steve's still there. It's not like Steve died or anything. It feels like a. It doesn't feel as big of a like what if scenarios we, we we may have which i guess works for the first episode i thought Hayley atwell was really really good i'd happily i'm looking forward to seeing more Hayley atwell um i love peggy and you know it's like why we got agent carter cancelled come on what are you doing over there uh bloody hell abc it was only <laughs> agents of shield was shit and they cancelled the good one come on get the hell out of here um she was but I, another thing that was weird about this is and i'm sure this will come up as we keep going I thought she did a really well, good job voice acting her, like returning to that character. And I thought basically everyone else sucked. Um, <laughs> other, other than the voice actor, what's his name? Josh. Josh Keaton. Was? Right. So Josh Keaton does Steve and he does a really good Chris Evans impersonation. He lands that same sort of like heroic, warm tone that Chris Evans does doing that role. Um, and I thought everyone else, returning Dominic, 
uh, Sebastian Stan, whoever else, all those people returning to play their roles, it really, to me, sounded like they were rushed into a room, given like an hour and like gun to head, you need to say these lines quickly. And they it just, it all sounded off to me. I And I d- did not, could not vibe with it at all. And I think this is one of those big things of, hey, what's the main difference between like a voice actor and a, like a quote unquote proper actor or live action actor or, or whatever it is. And it's like, well, there's reasons some people are good at one or the other and some people are good at both. And it's because they require different sorts of like ability and training or, or what have you. And I, everyone else sucked. They were not good. Didn't like it. And that was like a, a big turnoff point for me. I think the story is also just too like nostalgia replaying sort of the same beats from the the movie, this sort of stuff. It doesn't really, and you've only got like 23 minutes or whatever. It's just a lot of it's just sort of retreading, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right, wait, let's just get through the start and then let's get to just seeing Agent Carter, um, Captain Carter, sorry, Captain Carter shit and not like this whole like sort of, there's so many moments in this episode where it's like, oh, here's that shot redone or here's this moment redone and, you know, nostalgia, nostalgia, wank, wank, wank fucking good on you and then also the animation style and i guess this is something i just have to accept going forward i thought the animation was just very bland like i was very much like and it's like a mix of like i guess some stuff was like 2d-ish and other stuff was like 3d action stuff or, or whatever but then i was just like it all just seems very like it's not bad but for i guess maybe, maybe because it's mcu it's marvel it's on disney plus i was like expecting something just a lot bigger and i was like it's okay Put this on Cardi Network, I guess. Like, it just feels rather. I feel like okay. tonally, tonally, it kind of struggled to straddle the line between being included in the MCU, but at the same time being a cartoon. Like there were moments where it was very cartoony. Like I think the the sore moment that sticks out for me is uh, Peggy and Steve having their moment, and then the whole section just after it with Howard outside the window. That's just very kind of. I don't know, awkward and just just doesn't quite hit the mark that they're expecting with it. Um, and just kind of very out of the blue, like, hey, Bucky stole a Jeep. It's like, what? Wh- why? What are we... What? Like, what's going on here? Like, it's They're just... in the middle of Germany. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> then maybe. They never <laughs> state where they are, so... Uh, yeah, like you guys, it's, it's a solid opening. I don't think it's, like, fantastic... Uh, I enjoy it. I, I like the animation style, but yeah, obviously there are some moments that are better than others. I think it shines probably more when the during the action sequences, uh, particularly the there are three main ones. But the one that I really liked was the uh, one in obviously all the airplanes. I thought mm-hmm. that looked that really cool. good, um, and it's really cool that they found a way to integrate Steve still with the the Hydra Smasher uh, Iron Man suit. <laughs> powered by the Tesseract. Uh, kind of genius. <laughs> but yeah, all the fight scenes I thought were really good and made Cut Peggy look awesome. Uh, especially that, obviously that opening one. Uh, you know, when she's beaten up a bunch of German soldiers. Effectively for the first time. First Dude, time. when she, like, breaks the leg of that, of the one that's, like, calling her a Fraulein and she just goes low and, like, punches it in the freaking shin and it's like, holy crap, okay. Sure, you can't do this stuff in live action, but it's a cartoon, so it's okay. Oh yeah, so many people died in this. Like it's <laughs> <laughs> just like explosions everywhere. Uh, as for the, like, I didn't mind that they like obviously went back and like hit certain beats. I didn't think they did it too well. It was probably like again, it's twenty three minutes, so maybe it feels like there was more than there was. 
you know, but obviously like the train and breaking Bucky out and it was it was odd that they had done something like the interesting part where I was like, wow, this is actually really interesting is them getting their hands on the Tesseract so early, mm. like kind of them getting the Tesseract. And I was like, damn, that's really cool. That now changes this story because Red Skull doesn't have the Tesseract to do half of the stuff he does and kind of build to the point he does in the first Avenger. And then at the same time, it feels like, okay, we've we've split it off, but now we're going to try and cram it back into the same story beats as the first Avenger and hit the train section, which, you know, the train, the train section... has a different purpose this time. The train's there purely as a trap to get Hydra yes, Smasher. To, yeah. to get the Hydra Smasher to do it, which is like, okay, yeah, sure. But I feel like it would have been... I think it would have done, maybe for me, it would have done more for Peggy and Captain Carter if they had once, once she had, like, they had differentiated the timeline for her and Captain America, she didn't feel like we needed to continue to walk the same beats as the Captain America storyline. So that the what if kind of becomes a what if. It's not just a, hey, no matter who took this serum at this point, they're going to be going through these same story beats. I mean, whoever took the serum, they're always going to never have their dance. Yeah, very sad. Faded to never be together. Properly. Damn. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's like some, go- what would you call it? Inter- no, not inter- universal true love. I don't know. <laughs> Something like that. Just destiny and fate. I don't know. Uh, I didn't see <laughs> giant tentacle monster. I wasn't expecting that. I don't think anybody would have expected that. I, I appreciated they went with a completely different plan for the, the Red Skull at the end. They like had different goals, I guess. But that's also because Zola got taken out early in the piece as well. So, you know, he wasn't there to design all the weapons, which were such a big thing in in the film. Do you reckon, so. do you reckon if in that what-if universe, does the integration of hydra into shield happen still do you think because zola's still technically in capture at the same point so it's not too different from that standpoint maybe but does peggy even well peggy i guess steve is now in charge of creating shield in that world you would assume so yeah if he even creates shield it might not even be cold shield it might be something else similar similar but different do you think then next episode, instead of just immediately jumping to a new storyline, we're going to jump into a present day world? Oh, we know what, what next episode is. It's it's T'Challa is. Oh, is it? It's T'Challa and the Ravages. Yeah. 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 Okay, I did yeah, not read I'd... that, so that's that's good. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be interested to see when and how they're going to put this through line that they're teasing, uh, what, at least outside of the actual series. Well, I mean, so. I didn't. I, there's little. I, I think there's barely anything. There really isn't nothing to talk about when it comes to the Watcher and um, all that sort of stuff. It's like, oh, he introduces the show and ends. It's like big whoop. There's really nothing there to discuss. There's like no story or, or whatever there. But I guess the, the other cool thing about watching this after Loki compared to when they originally announced it is you are you can now watch it and go, well, this is this is a thing. Like we, you could if they wanted to have Agent Carter crossover. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not probably not going to happen, but you still, like, it is a possibility. We have now, after Loki, set open the, the multiverse thing. So, like, it feels more like the series feels part of the larger like, universe rather than when they originally announced it and it was just like, oh, a bunch of, like, random what-if scenarios It's not really connected to anything, blah, 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 you know. Yeah, these are all variants. <laughs> mm. <laughs> now yeah, you think about it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's cool. Uh... Any other notes on this? For for Jeffrey Wright as the Watcher, though, do you think this develops into his larger role within the MCU as the Watcher and as kind of taking on? Do I think we're going to see him in live action? I don't know. Yes, I'm going to say yes to him because I, I think this is a cool way to, even if you see this as like a a way to build his character up and introduce the Watcher through to the kind of general public of the MCU, like to have his character. And then you're like, Oh, you kind of understand who he is when he comes in later down the track of, of watching through everything. I feel like if we're going to spend the next 10 years on multiverse stuff, if we don't see him play the watcher once in live action, it would feel weird and a waste. Like surely that's where we're at now. It's like, we're not, we're not wrapping up this whole multiverse thing in the next couple of years. That's, that's part of the whole next 10 years of the MCU, right? So, mm. sure. Have him show up at least once. Have him show up in, like, Loki or whatever. Yep. Potentially. Uh, yeah, anything else? I thought it was kind of interesting. They, like, ended it kind of the same way. You know, except she doesn't get frozen or she gets yeah somehow trapped she in gets, the Tesseract, I guess. She gets zapped through and brought out. But then also... That's it's not how the Stargate universe. portal works, by the way, everyone. If I've watched Scar at Stargate, that's not at all how that works. Fucking hell. <laughs> but at the same time, uh, Hawkeye and Nick Fury knew who she was. Yeah. Like, they instantly knew that was Captain So, yeah, Carter. it was obviously seven years later. So Yeah. Very cool. All right, let us know what you thought of What If Captain Carter Were the First Avenger uh, by letting us know on Twitter by going to explosion.com slash Twitter. Or jump to our Discord at explosion.com slash Discord. If you like this episode and thought it was worth head on over to our coffee page at explosion.com slash support and buy us a coffee. Or you can, you know, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Podchaser or let people know about all new Marvel casts by telling them about it. That always helps. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Make sure you watch next week's episode of What If and join us next time for another all new Marvel cast. Okay.